0: This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Look, the Cowboys are overrated. Please, Cowboys fans, don't get all excited because, you know, you're going to win the division, sure. But you got a big storm coming. You look at the playoff race and you're going to face probably Seattle, right? Seattle's going to kill you in Dallas. Well, even, okay, even if you get past Seattle, how are you going to beat the Saints or the Rams? Like, okay, you beat the Saints the first time. As much as your defense dominated and you dominated time and possession, you still almost gave that game away. And if they get got that fourth down and goal, you probably lose that game. And it's a whole nother story Playing in the Superdome against the Saints, as in compared to at home on a random Thursday night at Jerry's World, on a short week for the Saints, the playoffs is a whole nother story. You're done. You're finished. I mean, let's but let's talk about this Eagles Cowboys games. I'm not gonna blame the refs. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm not gonna blame the refs at all. Like. Yeah, okay. It was a fumble. Yeah, sure. The pass interference was a little ticky-tack, but they only showed one angle, and it kind of looked like Goddard was pushing Heath away. It kind of looked like he gave a little shove, so get him that. Uh, We were helped out by the little um, roughing the passer penalty. I did not understand at all. I will take it, though. All that, we still scored. You know, even though they took a touchdown away from him, we still scored. There were some other little missed calls here and there. And then we didn't get the coin toss. I knew we couldn't stop them. I thought they could do just enough to maybe force a field goal like they've been doing all game. But no. Fourth quarter in overtime was all Amari Cooper. I knew when we played the Cowboys... I was like, "How are we gonna stop Amari Cooper and all our starting corners out? We got young guys and practice squad players. How are we gonna check? How are we gonna stop Amari Cooper?" I guess we did a good job first three quarters, but I think that's mostly because Dak was just incompetent. Dak Prescott had two interceptions and he was throwing the ball all over the place. It's another reason why I wouldn't get too excited Cowboys fans because Dak Prescott, he's inconsistent, and he's not really elite, okay? He's not that great. Now, Ezekiel Elliott is just generational talent, just like Saquon Barkley. But I'll get to Saquon Barkley later. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, you're playing well. You got five in a row. The Eagles should have won both of those games. The first time, yeah, it was the Eagles gave it away. The second time, the Cowboys pretty much dominated. They doubled our total yardage. They doubled our time of possession. They should have dominated the game, but they left the window open, and the Eagles had a chance to climb right through, and they didn't. And, you know, the rest didn't help, but you got to make those plays. You got to get them third downs. I just kept screaming at the TV. Like, just give me the play Just give me the play sheet, Doug. Just give me the play sheet because you a low fan. Like, I can probably do a better job at this point. It's okay, though. The Eagles still have a chance. You look at the wild card, the Redskins not winning another game. The, their best chance of winning a game is against the Jaguars because the Jaguars' offense is the worst in the league. Yes, it's worse than Oakland. Like, just off eye test, it's just that bad. So the Redskins can kind of find a way to win that game, if they can find a way to score on the Jaguars' defense. All it takes is like three points. They can shut out the Jaguars' offense, and then maybe score a field goal or two, and that's all they need, man. That's all they really need to beat the um the Jaguars, because that offense, that offense is uh, non-existent non-existent to say the least. Um but we got it though. Uh back to the Eagles. They still have a chance because I'm looking at the Vikings, they're losing now. So the Seahawks are running away with that first wild card spot. So now you got Minnesota, you got Carolina 6 and 7, you got Redskins not probably not winning another game 6 and 7. You got the Eagles 6 and 7. Look out for the Giants though. They're five and eight. And they can beat the they can beat the Cowboys. I don't know who else they play, but that team, they're coming. And they might they could sneak in the playoffs, but the Eagles have to tie break over them. So they would have to jump over us, which isn't happening. So their playoff hopes will probably die next week. Or that the Cowboys will get rid of them. But they can beat the Cowboys. It doesn't matter at this point. Anyway, y'all are really buying into this Amari Cooper hype. He's really good. I always knew he was good. But don't get too hype yet. You know, playoffs hasn't started. And I swear, when people got tape on him and stuff, got tape on Prescott, and all these guys, I'm telling you, all it takes is—I guess—you play a good zone defense. You stop Zeke. You make a uh, Dak pat the ball and run around. I think. I think you'll shut that offense down. It's a middle-of-the-road offense. Like it's not all that great. The minute they stop Zeke, it's a wrap. I don't care nothing about Amari Cooper. The only reason Amari Cooper was hot. Yesterday is because the Eagles secondaries just they freestyle him, right? Like, I don't know who's out there. Rasul Douglas is, was his second year from West Virginia. He's a backup. Sidney Jones injured all last year. He's pretty much backup. Then you got other guys. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, they were supposed to cook us like that. And the game still went to overtime. And Rasul Douglas, if he had caught that ball. Instead of Amari Cooper, pick six to the house. I'm telling you. But it's okay. I think the Eagles can get that six wild card spot. And do we really want that spot? Because then we have to play the Bears and the Bears defense. If we can't score on the Dallas defense, we definitely can't score on the Bears defense. But I say that, and I realize that the Giants scored like 30 on them. So... I don't know. It's it's still not looking good, but their offense isn't that good either. So, hey, I'd give the Eagles a chance if they go to Chicago and they play them in the wild card. I would want Dallas, though, because I want to end them once and for all because I don't think they're that great. They own a little five-game winning streak, but they will be out in the wild card or the divisional. Just wait. Now, the rest of this NFL slate – Now the Redskins lost forty to sixteen. It was thirty-four nothing at halftime. It was forty to nothing in the third quarter, and yeah, the Redskins done, bro. Redskins done. I don't know why the Redskins Eagles tickets are eighty bucks to start off with. It's probably Eagles fans. It's probably gonna be mostly Eagles fans at that game. I don't blame them. I mean, the Redskins are a joke. Back to LOL Redskins. (laughs) You know. I'm dying, man. That's hilarious. Back to LOL Redskins. Because they are a joke. They are my favorite sitcom. I had to take them seriously for a little bit. Then the injuries came, and then they just haven't recovered. Adrian Peterson bottled up. Ain't going nowhere. I mean, Redskins is still a talented team. They're not winning another game. Like I said, their best chance is... Jaguars And also, Saquon Barkley, I don't know if we're ever going to stop him for the next 10 years. He's going to run rampant through the division. As long as he has, like, a good supporting cast, the Giants are going to be a force to be reckoned with. And if they get a defense and a slightly better quarterback, oh, my God. Here we go again. It's like. Them late 2000s, 2000, early 2010 giants all over again. Can't have that, and they got Wayne Goldman backing them up. You know, he's not bad himself, so they're forced to be reckoned with. I'm looking at the Seahawks Vikings game, and good lord, Kirk Cousins just looking awful right now. They just putting pressure on them. Their zone is just suffocating the Vikings. And they just they just got a pick six not too long ago. Y'all think Dallas can beat that? No. No way. No way. You think, ooh, he almost threw another pick. But um I think another thing, uh, Pittsburgh lost some weird uh field goal thing where the guy like he planted his foot and he slipped. I think that's, that's pure home-field advantage. And also, Pittsburgh was without Ben Roethlisberger for a good chunk of time, and they couldn't get any points on the board without Ben in the game. It's just a sad three-game losing streak. They could have won all of those games. They were one possession away in each of those games. Pretty head-scratching losses that come down to the last minute. Oh, well, I think the Steelers will be fine. They're going to have to start winning pretty soon, though. Like, they don't want to, like, slide out the playoffs or something. Or have a bad wild card matchup, like, going to L.A. Or, well, if they was to play the Chargers in L.A., they'll be fine because their fans would pack the house and it'd be a home field advantage for them in that L.A. Um, no way. He was, no way. Kirk Cousins definitely threw that in front of the line. No way. Oh, my God. Man, Kirk, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings just scored. It's 21-7 now. And he definitely, it definitely was illegal. It don't matter. They're losing. And them losing opened things up for the Eagles and the Panthers and Oh well, maybe the Redskins, maybe the Giants, but I think at the end of the day, I think it'll it'll come down to the Eagles and Panthers, and the Panthers have the tiebreaker because they stole a game from us in Philly. I'm telling you, if we end up being tied, us not showing up in the fourth quarter is gonna come back to haunt us, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna lose sleep over that because I'm like, I know. I know we had them for three quarters, and fourth quarter, we just died. Same thing that happened against the Titans. Those are two for sure wins we should have had. Five of our – six of our seven losses come down to the last minute. That's ridiculous. Like, y'all not not converting on third down, and the defense is not up to par. It's unacceptable. We got to get it together, yo. Like, for real. Um, what's this, the rest of this NFL slate, uh, see Cleveland won. they beat the Panthers. I should have picked them at MGM because the Panthers are on a losing streak. And I don't know. I can't explain the Panthers losing streak. They're too talented to be losing five, four five games in a row. They're not like the Raskins. See, the Redskins have an excuse. The Panthers, they have everybody and they're just freaking losing like, I don't know what to say. Uh Chargers won again barely. They almost lost to Jeff Driscoll. <coughs> no Andy Dalton. Like that's kind of ridiculous, bro. Like facts. But uh, we will see. This this playoff race is pretty interesting for sure. So, okay. The Caps won in Columbus. I was in Columbus visiting Zach and watching the Caps at uh, Nationwide. And the Caps took care of business, man. They, they had three in the first period. I think it was, no, I think they had two in the first period. They was taking care of business. I will say this, though Columbus had a lot of shots. They were right there with us in shots. They just couldn't get it to go. Hope B was amazing. They had like two to hit the post, but other than that, like Hopey was just on his grind. And Ovechkin scored one. Honestly, the Capitals had better chances, and they probably could have scored about seven. They didn't. I'll take four-nothing. It was cool being a Nationwide. Cool fan base when they had something to cheer about. I'm so glad they won four-nothing because I didn't want to hear that cannon. I saw that cannon, and I was like, oh, no. These fools crazy. How do you have a cannon in an indoor stadium? Y'all are doing way too much. No, I heard the cannon in pregame. I was like, no, no, we cannot let them score. I do not want to hear that cannon at all. We got them out of there. Third period, they were leaving. That was so much fun. I don't even have anything against Columbus, man. I was just so happy for the Caps winning like that uh but on the flip side the Wizards lost to the Cavaliers by what 20 30 I don't know but they lost they got blown out John Wall had zero points he had one point in 26 minutes I don't know if he was hurt or he was just loafing and Colin Sexton had 29 and 6 like Colin Sexton, honestly, he had 24 in D.C. So I don't know what it is about him playing against the Wizards, but he'd be bringing it to us. And this time he had some help, and that's how they beat us. And I thought the Wizards were going to sweep them this year, and nope, didn't happen. Oh, well, it is what it is. And then the Wizards lost again tonight, but the role player stepped up and tried to, get a comeback going and it just just didn't happen, okay? It's okay because it's over. It's okay. Season has just been one big disappointment for the Wizards. When they got the White Howard, I was like, oh, they can match up with the Warriors. Not only did the Warriors blow them out, But ever since then, it's just they haven't really been winning games. And John Wall's hurt and the team is dysfunctional and stuff coming out the locker room. I don't know what to do. I don't know how we're going to make the playoffs. But then again, then again, you look at the records of everyone else and the Wizards are right in the mix, even with a losing record. I think they'll be fine. They just need a big 2019 uh, surge. If they can win mm, I say like 60% of their games in to 2019 like from January to April, they can sneak in the playoffs. Now whether or not they beat Toronto, that's Toronto or, or, or Philly. That's another story. Or Milwaukee. That's another story. But you know, who knows what a healthy John Wall, Dwight Howard, Bradley Bill, who knows what they can do for sure. Now, I went to the Merlin State Championship, 4A, right? I forgot what happened with the other ones, but I'm going to look it up. I definitely need to look up the 1A championship because Douglas from Upper Marlboro, I saw them against Fairmont Heights, and they made it all the way. To the title game and I was looking at them at Fairmont Heights and they didn't look like a, a championship team I thought they were going to get killed in Baltimore they didn't they beat Dunbar and they beat some other team and there they are they in the championship I wonder what happened but I do know what happened with the 4A championship I knew I, I, I kind of picked Quince Orchard to edge and that's kind of what happened because I was like okay both teams have good records. Both teams can run the ball. Um, I knew North Point had an added dimension of having a, a slot receiver who was like a Rondell Moore type, and they had a quarterback that can run as well. So I knew I knew that they had some speed that can give Quince Orchard trouble. And I was like, if they can get the ball to their athletes, especially number four. They would give them trouble, and they were giving them trouble. They were—I thought they were just gonna run read option all day. No, they came empty. They were in a shotgun. They were airing it out. They were exposing that cover too. Number four had like four touchdowns. He had like three touchdowns. However, I knew Quinn's horse would win because of coaching experience. Discipline. They didn't turn the ball over. They may have like one time. And up front, I was like, if North Point going to win, they're going to have to win the battle up front. And in my opinion, they didn't. And Quince Orchard just ran the ball the entire game. Like maybe they play action a few times. But for the most part, Quince Orchard, they just ran the ball down their throats. And they won the game. And that's what Quince Orchard does to everybody. They just overpower you. They don't do anything fancy. They just overpower you. They don't need to go in shotgun. They don't need spread offense. They just line up and they just run you over. And you know that's what they did to North Point. When they lost to bullets earlier this year, they couldn't do that. It was a dog fight, and they lost the dog fight. So, hey, congrats to Quince Orchard. It was uh, QO, whatever you want to call them. It was it was a good game. It's kind of cold, but I was prepared for that. So hey, it was it was great. Um, hey OU football in the playoffs, despite that defense. I went to West Virginia game. Typical OU football the last five, four or five years. Basically typical OU football in the Lincoln Riley era score a lot of points and give up a lot of points, come down to an end, to the end, and the defense makes a stop you don't expect them to make. That's pretty much OU football the past three or four years. And that, that's pretty much the West Virginia game. And then the Texas game, the defense really stepped up in the fourth quarter. I wish they did that when I was there in Dallas, but it don't matter. I'd rather have this game because we're in the playoffs. And Kyler Murray is incredible. He won the Heisman. I mean, look at his stats compared to others. I mean, Haskins had the most passing yards. He leads the nation with 4,580 yards passing, 47 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That is insane. 70% completion. His stats are better than I thought. The problem is, though, um... Kyler had 4,053 passing yards, 40 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, but 892 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. And he was clutch despite a terrible defense. Now you got to give Kyler Murray the edge. And Tua, it's just the championship game. He had it locked up, you know what I'm saying? But the championship game, it just wasn't a good look. Him not playing well and then getting hurt. Like, it just was not a good look. Kyler was way more clutch in the championship than Tua was. Tua really, it's first time Tua really got tested all season and he didn't answer the bell. But I guess that's mostly because he was hurt. Man, whatever. You could have made an argument for any one of those three, but Kyler got it. If you just watched Kyler play the whole season, you you would have gave it to him anyway. Like, and Dwayne Haskins, honestly, he had way more attempts than all these guys, 496. Like, I'm pretty sure Gardner Minshew had more, but, yeah. I don't know. They they were all deserving, and I'm glad Kyler came on top. Two Heisman winners in a row. OU football is just really blessed. And I just, I'm glad to be a fan because the one time I tried to play for them, it didn't go too well. And, you know, I've told the story to a select few people. So, if you want to know more about the story, just just hit me up. Um, hey, man, I, I will preview OU in Alabama the week of. But it's going to be a tough game. It's like 2014 all over again. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.